Hey y'all, welcome back to my podcast. Hi, my name is Ashley and I'm an introvert. How are y'all doing? This is the first episode of 2023. Woo! Hope you've had a good winter break if you got to have one. Um, Christmas, if you celebrate Christmas. Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, hope you had a good break, but yes, I wanted to get an episode in because I was planning on recording at the beginning of January, but you know, life, um, so I'm happy to get an episode in anyway this month. So I don't really have any topics that I really want to talk about. I guess I'm just going to just talk about whatever comes to my mind. Um, but I've been really tired this week. Um, but not for nothing. I've been really tired this week because, you know, period shit. (laughs) So, um, but I'm, again, I'm glad that, you know, I am filling up to recording. You know, sometimes you do need a, a little break from, you know, recording. Um, so I'm glad I, I got to, um, get a break and, but we are back. Um, I guess we can start with, um, some life updates, but nothing much, nothing major has been going on. Just working, you know, getting, uh, work together for this year, work plans, and then also personally, you know, trying to get into some new endeavors and expand on my passions and stuff like that, like my bracelet making and I've been, um, I've been crocheting a lot, which has been fun. Like I can, I can knit and I can crochet. I, I learned how to knit first. Um, and then I tried to crochet Right after I learned knitting, but I found it too hard. I was just like one one hook. I just don't know how to, you know. But the funny thing is, I like I am liking crocheting better than knitting because crocheting is much faster than knitting, which is interesting. So I'm liking crocheting right now at the moment. I've made two blankets, one scarf. I'm in the process of making a baby blanket for um, a co-worker of mine. So that's the project I'm working on right now. It's been very therapeutic and really fun. And um, just the the rhythm of, of crocheting and knitting or anything like where you're working with your hands in a rhythm is super soothing. At least for me. Um therapy has been going well um and the healing journey continues <laughs> never ends you know even when you are quote unquote done with therapy if you feel like you you are good to to continue your healing journey to continue the work on your own um and never stops though and never you never stop the healing you never stop gaining 
new perspectives and new tools to help you through life. Um, so that's the journey I'm, I'm on now and I will continue to be on, um, even though I'm still in therapy. Um, yeah. So what else has been going on? Not much. My, my life is pretty boring. Again, I'm an introvert. So (laughs) that's what this podcast is about being an introvert. So I'm still a homebody. I'm still, you know, liking my alone time and, and all of that. So, um, that hasn't changed. (laughs) Um, I did have, I, you know, a couple of days ago, I did have some things that were on my mind that I wanted to talk about, but like, I can't even think about them right now. <laughs> I think it was in regards to relationships. I think, um, one of the topics I was thinking about was in regards to relationships, but I can't really think right now about what exactly about relationships I was thinking about, but what just came to mind for me is something that I've seen online and it's not the first time I've seen it online or um like Instagram on social media and YouTube and stuff like that but it's just you know it comes up a lot just because it's happening a lot so the topic of white women or white women or not or women uh, non-women of color um wearing black women hairstyles and so it's categorized as cornrows, as singles, um, intricate braid designs and stuff like that. And, you know, color and the way, you know, uh, black women, the way we, the way we wear our hair is very, it's like none other. <laughs> This is the way is the only way I can I can put it is like no other race is, you know, women of color like we we just black women in particular, we wear our hair. Our our hair is our crown. Um and we are now finally starting to to treat our hair like a crown. Um, and really embrace all types of hair. Um, and so right now in this moment, because black women are, are now really appreciating their hair and taking care of their hair, you know, because black hair in general is very strong hair, but then also very weak. Like we can't put a lot of chemicals in our hair. We can't straighten our hair a lot. You know, we can't do X, Y, and Z with our hair. We really have to take care of our hair because although it's very strong, it can hold the braid hairstyles that we like to wear and stuff like that. But when it comes to heat, when it comes to chemicals like um, relaxers and stuff like that, oh, our hair is like absolutely not like, we're, we're this chemical get this out of my hair you know our hair is like no you know it'll fall out it'll you know so because now we are treating our hair like the temple that it is we've become more aware 
of non-people of color, white women, wearing the hairstyles that we've worn since we were kids. And the thing is, it's not like, from my perspective, what I've seen, it's not like they've seen the hairstyle and go, that's really beautiful. I would love to have my hair like that. Teach me the meaning behind your hair, behind your your braid style. And then I will take it on if I can, if you would allow me to braid my hair. Someone asks, like, this is the significance. I am representing this or that. You know, I haven't seen it like that. I've seen it in a way where it's white women with these different quote unquote black hairstyles or unquote unquote. I don't know why I said quote unquote, but unquote unquote, because these are black hairstyles, <laughs> but um, white women with these black hairstyles, but it's not just them wearing the hairstyles. It's them mimicking. It's them imitating, trying to imitate black women. So in the way that we talk, the way that we walk, our tone, all of that, you know, is being, you know, characterized. And if you know, you know, black people, people have a history of characterizing black people and making us a character and not us as people of who we are. So when we see it, it's like, (laughs) it makes us very upset. (laughs) It makes black women very upset because for so long, our hair has been nappy, untamable, ugly, you know? So for us, it's a pretty big deal. Um, And then also, you know, white women being praised for these hairstyles that they didn't create and talking about it's a trend and this and that. And it's just like, I've been wearing my hair like this since I can remember sitting in between my mom's legs and her bringing out the comb, the bucket full of, we call them bollies, um, where I'm from in California, Richmond, California. We call them bollies. So we would have like a designated, so it would be a empty ice cream, um, empty plastic ice cream holder. And we would put all of our barrettes and all of our rubber bands and ribbons and bollies in there. And whenever it it came time for our moms to do our hair, you know, just like I said, sitting between our mom's legs, she would have the grease, the comb, she would have, and then we would have the, the bucket of bollies and all of that stuff. And every black girl remembers that. Getting your hair done by your mom, your aunts, your grandma, whatever woman was in your life. Um, so that's the culture. And so... When you see white women jumping on that and it being treated as like a characterization of us, it's just, 
we don't like it and it needs to stop. And I think the thing is, it's like, we don't so much as mind you wanting to have your hair like ours. It's actually a huge compliment because you see our hair is beautiful. So, but it's more of just the making it out to be making us out to be a character and we're not characters you know just like Jim Crow and with those cartoons and and those movies where white people would dress up in blackface and the big red lips and stuff like that it's it's the same fucking thing and so my thing what I would say is educate yourself Educate yourself on black hair. There's so many documentary, excuse me, documentaries. I can't even talk. There's so many documentaries around black hair. So many. And so do your research and, and, and the history of our hairstyles and the way we think about our hair and all of that. And then, you know, have a com- have conversations with black women. And then maybe we will feel comfortable with you actually wearing one of our hairstyles. And, and then out into the world, when asked about it, you say, oh, this and that. I've learned this. This is why I wear This is what I'm representing, you know, instead of, you know, the bullshit. But there is a lot of opinions around this. You know, you have some black women who are like, it's fine. Let them wear, you know, the hairstyle. It's fine. Um, And I understand that side as well, because for me, I'm just like. A little bit, I'm like, okay, it's not. But then I'm more, <laughs> I'm more on the side of like, it's not okay because, because kids are not being allowed to attend school, to play sports with the very hair, natural hair that is coming out of their scalp. Even if, you know, the, our hair is put into braids it's, you know, put into an intricate updo braid style. It's, it, it's seen as unprofessional. And so, and, and we get criticized so much about it that, yeah, if another race does it and it's fucking trendy and they look cool, it's like, what the fuck? It's the same fucking hairstyle. Oh, is it different because of the color of my skin? Because I am of African descent, like, so it's, it's incredibly frustrating, incredibly frustrating. So for me, yeah, it's education, educate yourself. You know, I wouldn't put on, you know, a, a Japanese garb, you know, um, and like a geisha or like, I forgot what they're called, a kimono and parade around in it without knowing the history and, you know, showing respect for a culture, you know, um, 
and so and it's the same thing so black people in this country for so long have had to deal with and still have to deal with being marginalized being made fun of being picked on being just dragged through the mud and we're just now finally starting to really embrace what it means to be black, what it means to be African. And right now, because it's at such a heightened, we're at such a heightened point in history that when we see in particular white women jumping on it and and trying to be a part of it it's like it's incredibly frustrating because for so long again in this country we you know we had nothing we felt like nothing we were treated like nothing so I mean and it's not only with our hair it's with other things as well on tiktok there's a trend going around that's like i think it's called like black girl follow or i forgot what the what what the tag is called but basically it's like black women following black women you know to basically uh boost you know follows while also small businesses just supporting just just black women supporting black women like hey girl I see you like I see what you're doing like let's uplift each other let's let's you know get together and be supportive of each other and it's a great thing it is not talking about other races it's not putting down other races and none of that but again it it has caused controversy because you have white women going, well, if I put white women follow white women, it would be an issue. And it's like, yeah, it would be a fucking issue because it's not based. You have no oppression. You were not oppressed in this country (laughs) in regards to the color of your skin and, you know, being enslaved, (laughs) you know? And so for black women, it's it's just, come on now. And it's just incredibly frustrating to have to deal with something like that. Um, and then I saw something again on Instagram where it was like, you know, white women, you know, when you think about slavery, you think about, wow, I'm getting into slavery, that's... <laughs> I'm not trying to get into slavery on this podcast episode, but I, again, I go where I'm, where I'm led. Um, but speaking of slavery, so, you know, when we think of slavery, we only think of the white masters, white, white, uh, white men masters. And we don't think about the women, but women white women played as much as if not a bigger role than white men during that time 
had a lot of say. Uh, then there were white, um, white women masters as well. And they could be more cruel than the males. And so it's just like, when you think about that, oh, black women, black women and white women. Oh, there's a history. Oh, there is a history, a history with that right there, you know. Oh, there's a, I don't even want to get into that in this episode, but just, there is a history. Black women and white women in America, that history, woo, that history. And we're, we were talking about the topic of hair. So in Louisiana, there was a law that black women, we couldn't wear our hair out, you know, our natural hair. Because, you know, we will wear our hair again, again, we will wear our hair and, you know, all these intricate, beautiful updos and curls and ribbons and just, just, we would just, again, our hair, our hair is how we express ourselves and how we feel. And it's our crown. So white women being jealous of the attention that black women got from our beautiful hairstyles, in particular from white men, there was a law created where we had to cover up our hair. So turbans, you know, taking a scarf, wrapping it around your hair, you know, and, and covering up your hair. But black women were ever resilient. We, we, we know how to make a way okay, you're going to make us cover up our hair? Well, guess what we're going to do? We're going to wrap our hair up in ribbons. We're going to put jewels and trinkets in our scarves and our updos, you know. <laughs> and guess what? Got the same reaction. So the law was a law no more because it's like you can't stop a black woman shine. Are you serious? You cannot stop a black woman shine. When we put ourselves together and walk into a room, everybody's head turns. We have this aura about us. You can't imitate it. You can't try to create it. It's just born within us and our bosom and our hips and our thighs and our backs and our necks. It's just there. All up and through us is magic. Black women are simply magic. We are magical. So we so we know we want to be imitated. We we know, we know, but you can't be us. You can't be us. And this is our time. And we are in the right direction of getting to a place where we want to be as black women. So don't hate on our shine. For so long, white women, you know, you have tried to obtain, 
try to steal, try to take, and have taken from the black woman. That it's now time to stay in your place. It's now time to stay in your place. So I didn't mean to get (laughs) so deep in this episode, but again, like I said, I come on here and whatever whatever wherever the spirit moves me is where I go um but I'm so happy that I was able to record today and get an episode in it's the end of January we're almost in February already I swear the older you get it's like the faster (laughs) these years go by um but thank you for coming to my TED talk (laughs) Thank you for listening, as always. Um, Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We only got one life. Only one life to live. And life is very, very short. Very, very short. Thank you, guys. I will talk to you later. (laughs) Bye-bye.